Ah, Mountaineer Nation, welcome back out to the porch. CJ and Mike Sussman coming on in. Joining me this evening, we're going to talk all about Mountaineer Hoops. It's been a little while since we've been out here, a little sabbatical. I had to take a little time to cool the jets. We need some big wins in a big way this coming week. We talk about the tough trip to Texas and how those two games unfolded. We get into Oklahoma State and Texas Tech games coming up. We also kind of uh, dive in and, and take a look at what the Mountaineers need to do to find their way back out of this light and get dancing in that four-letter tournament. You guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab that coffee. Phil stopped in the evening, grab the drink. Come on back. We're singing all night. You'll hear later, and you'll know why. going to be a fun one. We also might touch a little bit on the NFL on the backside. Should be fun. You guys know what to do. Grab that drink. Let's go. Thirty minutes of that game were really painful to view. That was that was just bad television. It's like a bad show. Yeah, you, know, you ever just just get into a TV show and like you know it sucks, but you're into the storyline. Oh man, a lot of them, Mike. That's what Mountaineer sports are like. Like I watched One Tree Hill, and it was like a lot of mind numbing comedy. <laughs> hey, but dude, those boys at One Tree Hill can shoot. All they right? can shoot. Yeah, I don't. Where, where did do they have any eligibility left? Uh, Nathan I'm, doesn't. He played at Maryland. Nah, right? Yeah, he was a G League like, guy too, by the way. Yeah, his you know, had a little two way action. <laughs> but that, but that being said, um, absolutely terrible game. Uh, we're gonna dive right in. Hey, by and, the way, skills Taylor, he was pretty good too. Like those One Tree Hill Ravens could ball. They absolutely could, and that guy is also in uh, Coach Carter. Watched it the other day, so he's a good actor, basketball player. Probably hooped at some point. Need to figure Antoine, Antoine's, I think, is his name. I think. Need need to find his real name. He he can <laughs> he can movie ball. Yeah, he's he's solid. So Chad Michael Murray's Lucas character. I think he was definitely not a baller. Actually, true. And I can't believe this is how we're starting this off. CJ, you've been real quiet there. I noticed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not actually... not 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 big in the One Tree Hill universe. But it's a bad television show that you can't take yeah, your well, eyes off of it. The, the, Next thing you know, a lot of your life is gone, and we're still talking about hey, it. Mike, it's CW's best show ever, I think. And just real quick on this, i got to get this in, fellas, then we can get them out in your basketball. They used to play a charity basketball game every year down in Winston-Salem. My sister went once, and she got them all to sign a laptop from the basketball game. That was a big deal down there, fellas. They were like as good as the uh, UNC Greensboro kids or the uh, UNC Wilmington kids. I mean, it was an event. So I wonder, I wonder what ever happened to the kid that was play by play. Oh, mouth. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think he was. Oh yeah, I, dude. I'm telling you, I know more about that than I'd like to admit. All right. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, CJ, if you can get this, I'll be real impressed. The theme song, or actually, I'm not gonna even go CJ. Mike, do you remember the theme song? I don't wanna be anything, and what I've been trying to be lately. I heard that. Oh, that's good. Absolutely. That's good. Bang. Hey, do you know the artist? Wish I did. I don't. Gavin. Gavin DeGraw. I don't wanna be 
Okay. Yeah, that that rings. Yeah. All right. All right. That, and and now back to the Mountaineer portion. Of yeah, our please, for the love of God, <laughs> Mike, please don't quit your day job. I mean, <laughs> I, as a guy who can't sing, that was awful. <laughs> hey, that's a tough. That's a tough one, though. That's a tough I, one. To I, keep a, I appreciate the straightforward feedback, CJ. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I, that's why I, I keep it real. <laughs> hey, you know, well, it's, that's what this show's all about. It's a hey, so how real is it right now for us? Pretty, pretty real. I mean, hey, two straight tough losses, like kind of in you want to call it blowout fashion. But guys, I'm going to go and say right now, and it's fresh, you know, Mike, like you said, ripping the band aid off here tonight, not nearly as bad as Saturday, obviously. But I feel like tonight we didn't play all that bad. For the first 10 minutes. See, Mike, I'm going to say I think that's when Baylor finally started shooting, like really, really shooting. But they, they, okay, they rolled the highlight clip immediately after the game on ESPN. I look at the three that they knocked down. One of them, Jimmy Bell is helping on the perimeter, which should not happen because he's too slow. He's a center. Somebody else messed up. The other one was a cross-court skip pass where Sumnick, who we have hardly seen in two weeks, uh, overplayed, missed it, knocked it down. Waggy was late helping on another one. He's a slow soccer player, not actually slow, but right now just behind the curve as far as his development goes. I don't understand any of the lineup decisions tonight, and they were wide open. We knew Baylor can shoot. They're skilled always under Scott Scott Drew. They recruit studs year in, year out, and and we just – I don't understand the game plan and the execution after the 10-minute mark was terrible, but that's because the cast of characters changed drastically. Yeah, it did, and and I know which one you're talking about with with Muhammad – that it, it's a good closeout it's but it's the old mark jackson saying hand down man down like mm. you essentially went out you didn't get a hand up and i mean you just let lj crier who i mean pretty much just is a walking bucket get a really wide open look and and it's tough and it's tonight he was a walking bucket cj yeah, but and it always seems like we play Baylor. One kid just the whole team goes off, but it's one guy in particular. The first night it was the, it was the George. Freshman, yeah, it was the freshman George, and then you know Cryer tonight. It just the ball movement by Baylor was was pretty impressive. They get they run good stuff. I mean, they get shots. It, it, it's tough when they shoot that well. You're gonna have you you got to score with them on a night like tonight and I mean let's face it we're we're offensively anemic I mean they went to that zone and we stared at it like we had no clue what they were in well I think that also goes to partially your cast of characters right um, it does and can I say this does anybody have more of an ugly jump shot than Jalen Bridges I mean Jesus Christ uh, it's it's pretty ugly it's the pretty ugly freaking hit you know what the, when he got it was unbelievable to me when it was like early in the game and, and we let him hit that corner three, I'm thinking, guys, 
We've seen him for three years. We know the one shot he can hit is in the corner. Like, how are, how are we letting him get open down there? Well, because um, I'm going to be honest with you, I will live if Jalen Bridges scores 25 and beats us. Because let's be real honest, in his career, he's never done that. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, he's a career uh, nine-point hey, guy. He's the we'll, poster child. We will get into Bridges, CJ. We'll, 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 get into, we'll get into Bridges. Let's, let's pump the brakes on that real quick, because I do want to say something real quick about us before we get there. Um, the part about the cast of characters, I think, is fair to some extent, but also you have to keep it in some context. Keedy got kind of nicked up on that play with Flagler at midcourt, and then Trey Mitchell had the two fouls. And that was when we kind of lost it a little bit, if, if we're being honest. Okay, well, it, it, it is, but it also kind of feels like right now, and you guys tell me if you feel this way or if I'm a little off base, it almost feels like Hugs is searching for somebody. Some I think so a little bit too, CJ. I think so. Guys to just step up. And, I, and, and I'll say this, and because I, I don't want us to get too deep into this and not mention it, but finally Emmett Matthews the last couple of weeks is start, coming on. He, yeah. He's starting to remind me of the Emmett that was here prior. And, and you know who else? At least tonight I'll say this, and I know, Mike, you were screaming from the pulpit a couple of times in the group text about this. Trey Mitchell – Looked a little better tonight at times. I think the foul trouble kind of hurt him. He wasn't able to play as much as we would have liked. But Trey Mitchell's starting to find it too. If you get Emmett going and Trey Mitchell, we're starting to see some big signs and out of the bouncy James Aconquo, who I'm learning how to say, uh, who has a little interesting story, by the way, uh, in, in the Beckley as well. So that's something you know we can get into. But I mean, like I said, at this top guys. I don't think we played horrendous basketball tonight. I think Baylor was just on top of their game. And when they shoot like that, nobody's going to beat them. And regardless, I think that might be a top. I mean, obviously, they're number nine in the country right now. That's a Final Four caliber team. They might not defend as well as they did in the past. And I think you're right to say that, CJ, that, you know, they may not have that same level of guard defensively that they've had in the past. But, man, they're still really tough and they grind. And if they shoot like they did tonight, oh, man, they're going to be tough to beat. We played horrendous basketball. We were uh, – oh, Mike, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. We were, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know if I'd go horrendous. Now, Texas was horrendous because there was yes, no effort yes. and they were lethargic. I mean, tonight they were battling. It's just they were shot the lights in. I mean, if, if you look – but I'll, I'll say this, guys. If you look at the kind of the, the sort of the ancillary numbers, right, the fast break points, the points in the paint, the second chance points – we won those battles tonight against Baylor. I mean, if they shot 14 of 26 from three. And they missed that one at the very end. So really like 14 of 25. I mean, we were seven of 21. And one of ours was at the end from Jamel King. I mean, that's, that's going to be tough to beat. I mean, when they shoot, those, they aren't, just, those aren't just luck. Uh, but but, no, but my defensive what? breakdowns, key, like I, I, bad offensive possessions that led to threes in the other direction. They, I, um, I okay, okay. Specifically... you know, Mike, Mike I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. To some extent, it, I agree with you, Mike. I do. I do. It, it, it is, but it's even, it, but it's tough to shoot that kind of percentage just in the gym putting up shots, let alone in a game movement, guys coming at you. I mean, that's that's an unreal shooting performance. I mean, there's guys in the NBA in an open gym that couldn't shoot that. Uh, maybe a few, but for the most part, they're like I mean, but what I'm saying but what I'm saying is is to, I to think shoot they, that that's uh, it, it, it's absurd. 
And I mean, tonight was a night where, I mean, they just made a bunch of shots and being at home, the crowd gets into it. I mean, it, but that's the one thing with this team too, is we talk about, you know, we, we, I talked about them defensively is they're a team that hunts the three. And I don't know in the NCAA tournament, if that's a real good recipe, Ask Duke and Mike Shashevsky. He had some teams that were very guard, shoot the three reliant, and they were done by the second weekend. Sometimes that style in the NCAA tournament can bite you if you have a night where you don't shoot the ball particularly well. Hey, CJ, but if you play a little bit of defense like Baylor does and you can rebound, Coach Hay also won five national championships with that kind of style. So he did, work. but it was also, but if you look at the years that they won it, they weren't three reliant. This Baylor team at times feels very three reliant. Well, uh, yeah, I, I had I get where you're coming at. I had four specific problems with Bob Huggins's game plan tonight. Okay, about ten minutes into the game, West Virginia's up by seven. James Aconquo goes right hand hook shot, left hand jump hook shot. Something we haven't really seen. Something we need. And at this point, it's pretty clear he's the better defensive, big, more physical on the boards. Goes out of the game for like the rest of the half. Only had one freaking foul. So that was one of my major beefs uh, with the game. And then just to leave Sumnick in there, he's an offensive non-factor. He airballed a 16-footer. It wasn't even freaking close. Maybe he was trying to play matchups, but we went on a ridiculous scoring drought. And then you go into halftime, and, and this is why we played horrendous basketball. I can't really like rationalize. We had 12 points. Halfway through the second half, they blew the top off the game. They had 55 and just made a, a barrage of three-pointers, went on a barrage of knocking down three-pointers. And and Kedrian Johnson dribbling the ball off of his leg, that last possession towards the end of the second half, we go into the corner, skip past the half court, Tucson air balls a 40-footer. It was so disjointed, and Bob Huggins played so many guys. And I, I think it's worth – we we think we're deep, we're not deep because there's liabilities, massive holes in so many people's games. You look at Eric Stevenson, the stats indicate that he is awful about 60% of the time, maybe a little bit more in conference play, which is really all that matters in college basketball. Other than the, the challenge games, the Purdue's, there's one or two, maybe three that matter, Pitt, four. But I don't know. I, we had a tough non-conference. We did have a tough schedule. Oh, I mean, we're, we have a third non, the third toughest non-conference schedule in the country. I'll say this, too, real quick on Stevenson. Four of 21 in the last two games. We're not going to win games like that when he's not shooting well. So Guarantee you, these next two home games, starting off with Saturday against Texas Tech and then Oklahoma State, Stevenson makes shots at home. That seems to be a, a theme. I hope so, but that's that's you can't build the foundation of your offensive game plan on that. Well, but I, I, I think yeah, he does make shots at home, but I think Emmett's kind of emerging and, and coming. Yeah. And, and yep. getting his stroke going, if you can get Trey to be a lot more aggressive on the offense, I think that helps because I think what's happened is 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 everybody's kind of looked at this team and gone, okay, Eric Stevenson's the one that can get his own – he can truly 100% get his own shot. If we limit him, we throw a lot of bodies at him, we double-team him, we kind of get him out of a rhythm – then there's nobody really else you concern yourself with. Now Emmett's starting to get aggressive. If you can get Trey Mitchell being aggressive, hopefully this is the sign he's starting to kind of get that back a little bit because I think he's been nicked up. Obviously, Stevenson's nicked up. I mean, he's 
I really truly think he's really hurting. I, I think you can tell by the way he's running up and down the floor. I don't. Nobody's a hundred percent, but he's really hurting. Oh, uh, Stevenson uh, right now, CJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Saturday's game, uh, or no, excuse me, not th- not Saturday's game. The Iowa State win took a lot out of him. Uh, yeah. Took some shots in that game. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I will also say real one thing real quick on the offense though. Keaty, gotta be Keedy, more aggressive. Got to be more aggressive, but he has shown signs of doing so. And I think he's the best facilitator. We need him to be at his best. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and he level flashes, but it's just not consistent enough. It, it's not. And, and Mike, I don't think the rotations are as much as Huggins thinks he's deep as, like we said. I think he's trying to find a spark, guys that are out there at least giving everything they've got, understanding that they've got deficiencies. I mean, James Oconco should be a freshman, not not a sophomore, essentially. Muhammad Waggy still learning the game. I mean, he understood that there were some guys with deficiencies, but I think right now at this point he's just looking for guys that want to give effort and want to try. Deficiencies, I, I think that's def- where he's at right now. Deficiencies, playing basketball, like having basketball experience should be a prerequisite for playing big 12 hoops. Like I like diamonds in the rough, like a is cool, but like, can we have, I mean, and I, I'm going to, all right, I'm going to go in on, on our, on, on, this is on Bob Huggins, not the kids, the kids they go to practice, play hard, try to take advantage of an opportunity, all that. But the way that he tried to solve the center problem is he went out and got a guy that was admittedly way overweight last year. Another one who played tennis last year and another one who played soccer last year. Like, can we just go to the jewelry store to try to get a diamond? Why is it always somebody in the rough? Okay, but I mean, if you think about it, there have been teams out there that have done that for years that have gotten gotten a guy that hasn't really played and by his second or third year is off the chart. So I, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. You, I think you have to find those. those. I mean, there are guys out there that are like that. I mean, hell, Baylor does it every time. I mean, Baylor's got guys on that roster. I mean, JTT wasn't a basketball player when he came to Baylor. They have basketball players currently. Yes, they do, and he is one of them, but they developed that kid. Another one was Rico Gathers. He was kind of raw at first. That, that's what I'm saying. You can go get those guys. And, yeah, okay, Jimmy Bell was overweight last year, but I, I, I you know, I mean, you look at the thing he's put in, and I think he's banged up too. He's got his fingers taped up. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but in all honesty, I like what we've got centers-wise this year versus what we had last year, which was completely non-existent. Oh, yeah. Bring back Diamond Carrick and CJ. That's what I want to see. Um, I like it when, when, and I had this complaint, like, ironically enough, about Derek Culver, who I would give my right toe for right now. But, like, I, I like having confidence in people when they have the basketball in their hands. Do you feel like stable, like confident, like something good's going to happen when we throw it in the post? <clears throat> Not the high post with Mitchell, the low block with the big man. Any of them. I like James right now. I mean, frankly. I mean, he hit two bunnies. Like, I really wish we would have kept going to him. And well, I you know what? We did. Love him on defense. Mike, Mike, I love they went him to that zone. Defense, but... They went to that zone, and that's – we're not – those guys aren't necessarily at that level to pass out of that zone. And not many big men are, if we're well, being honest. And, here, and, and, and I'm going to – throw this out there do i feel completely confident no but i I, there are times and there have been times this year and this is why i kept harping on it in the non-conference 
was is, is it felt like the guards look into the post, you know, Jimmy Bell's got a guy sealed, they stare at him, and then they kick it the other way, and it's like – Yeah, he does they, have guys sealed a lot. You're right, TJ. You know, we he – oh, and now all of a sudden, now he's getting the ball, and it's not foreign, but I don't think it's a part of the game we evolved coming into Big 12 play enough. So, yeah, right now probably not a ton of confidence, but I think some of that's also – guys on the floor man if he's got a guy sealed got his hand up get him the damn ball like i I, as a guy who played and had to you know fight for his way in the post sometimes if i got a guy sealed my hands up (laughs) give me the damn rock i would love to see cj in the post what'd you have in the post (laughs) i had a little (laughs) mixture of everything i preferred to you know square up and face but you know when you go to a small christian school and you're one of the tallest guys on the roster sometimes you get stuck down there Gosh, <laughs> I was never the biggest guy down there. I'll promise you that. Okay, go. Uh, what is that? Wildcats, Warriors, Warriors. Ah, uh, TVC. No, Crop. good Crop. lord, no! Don't you know? Hell no! <laughs> that was a rival. Oh, did, did, we, did, did we just use? You know, <laughs> I just, I just yeah. stepped on. Hell no! To no, no, Christian no, no disrespect to the Harris kid who came from Tays Valley. I mean, I got love for that kid, but his school, I got no love for. Oh, yeah. Just stepped on the. Um, the the WV cat rivalry. Hey, actually, yeah, the the uh, the tournament actually for the WV uh, cat coming up this weekend starts is, this week. Is, actually, is Gr- is Greater Beckley's not there. They're no, they they are they're, in that. They're in that tournament as well. Do they yeah, play? But they can also yeah, but they can also compete in the WSSA or the SSAC as well. Why doesn't everybody? Yeah, do that? yeah what I, was that, Mike? Say that again. Why, why doesn't everybody do that? Because it's <laughs> okay, secondary on, schools a... has their own unique oh, okay. bylaws and rules, but yeah, yeah. And I I played Greater Beckley my junior and senior years. They were starting to develop and they were god awful. And of course now they're actually pretty good. But um, but no, I mean, I, I don't know, Mike. I, I I'm with you on what Hugs had going on today. Like I I didn't necessarily like all the rotations, but I at this point I think he's just. It, if, if guys are showing him in practice, I think he's willing to give him a shot. And I hate to ask this question, but are, are we nearing a point where we need to start talking about the three-letter tournament for this team? No. Oh, oh man. I, no, no. Look, and the, the one – not the one time we went, but we've been – it's fun. It's, it's fun, but I – hell no. Hell no. Can't – don't – I don't sniff it. I don't want to think about it. I don't know if, like, it's like a preset thing. I mean, did you guys see the Lenardi graphic at postgame? What they have us now, ten ten seed, but that's what okay. it said. That's what it said going into the game. I'm not sure if it's going to be like updated tomorrow. But you're not. I mean, go- Here's the thing: you're not losing anything for this loss. It's just I, I don't like it. I don't like the total getting racked up so high. We're 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 racking up a lot of charges on the card right now. Hey, let's put it this way, Mike. These next two games, in my opinion, are must wins for us to make the NCAA tournament. I will say that. I would say that. Could not agree more. At Fog is sketchy. And in Ames after that. You've got to win the next two. um, And then the K-State game, man. Senior day. I mean, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say this on the record. If we don't get beat by 30 at the Fog, I'm going to call it a miracle. Nah, Uh, we'll play. We'll play. 
Here's what I'll say about Iowa State. I, 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 they, where they don't have like any one dominant guy, I think we match up all right with them. We're not good against skilled basketball players, and the Coliseum was rocking. They had a long trip from Ames, but I think I think we can match up everywhere on the floor. I, that is one we could potentially steal. Was not blown out and was not blown away in person watching them by by any one individual player. No, but here, here and here's the big key for Iowa State though. They haven't lost at home. Oh yeah, they're they're a different. The, the Hilton here. Magic right now is is definitely in full full gear. I, I cut off one of their media guys. It was awesome. He uh, he tried <laughs> he, he tried to sprinkle in like a little follow up, but I, I had a question ready, so I just kind of still went with it. He gave me a little like half angry look back, but I mean, I would be mad. I would be mad too. If in his shoes, he's got to go back to Ames. But you're not entitled to the follow up. No, <laughs> what, 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 let me ask you a question. Was the question to hugs? No, it was it was TJ. Oh, so it was TJ. What, what did he ask me? What was it? I mean, we gotta know now. I gotta what, know context. What did he? Before I give a ruling. Hmm. Me or him? What did oh, he what, ask? Well, no, yeah. What did he ask first? I I don't even remember something basic. Just about it was just about like the summary of the game. It wasn't. I I don't know what the follow up was. I was just waiting for that pause, and I just kind of. There was, yeah. and I mean, I don't think anybody would go at this point to listen to it back, but there was like a, a subtle moment where it was like, speak then me. And I, he, he did it look back at me. And then, you know, I probably had to jump back on a flight to Iowa. Yeah. Oh, and you know what else, too, Mike? Yeah. The way that press room, room is set up, where like you can't see the back of the dudes a lot of times, especially if you're toward the back, like you don't necessarily see his face and whether he's going to ask another question. So I'm ruling in your favor there, sir. No charge. Well, I mean, I don't. It's, Fair it's, play. It, it is. I mean, there's. I don't think you can really be timid in that environment. I think it's just you're going, and you know. I mean, he's a rival reporter too. He's not even rooting for our guys. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like you made the right decision. Okay. I mean, there we go. There no, we go. no harm, no foul. <laughs> no harm, no. Which, hey, the whole reason yeah. we brought this up, yes, is because you think Iowa State is a gettable game, and, and I agree with you. I think Iowa State on the road's gettable. I mean, I mean, the thing is, fellas, like, if Baylor doesn't shoot the lights out tonight, we're in that game. That's what they do. When does Baylor not shoot the lights out? Whether it's uh, Macy Oteague last year or Flagler and Dyer. What was his, was his Dyer? Is that his name? The oh. Mullet Man. Oh. Oh, man. The fact that Meyer. Yeah. Meyer. Yeah. And then. Oh, Meyer. The guy that absolutely lit us up tonight, I'm spacing his name. L.J. Cryer. Yeah, him. Yeah. And and we, I mean, they always can shoot. That's not like a mystery. Yeah, just to that extent, it's insane. I think we would have had a chance, just didn't go our way. And, and like we were talking about, going in, talking about the three-letter tournament versus the, the dance. These next year are huge, especially Saturday. Um Texas think Tech's Michigan. coming off the big win, too. Upset in Texas tonight. I um, think they'll be real high off of that. And then coming back on the road, we're going to be real motivated. Good spot for us. I mean, yeah, because we'll... I mean, it could be kind of a letdown spot there, maybe a little bit for Texas Tech. Here's, here's the thing that makes me a little concerned on that game is because we talked about, you know, at the beginning of the year, I mean, they were probably by far the youngest team in the conference but you can kind of see them starting to gain their identity. These kids are starting to understand what they've got to do and they're getting better. 
Um, I think Texas is probably slightly overvalued and overrated for who they are. But this this Texas Tech game isn't just going to walk in and, and beat them kind of maybe like it was earlier in the year. Um, these kids are starting to kind of grow up, really learn this system, and really learn what they're needing to do. So this is a kind of a tricky spot. This Texas Tech team might be getting hot kind of at the right time of the year for them. You know, CJ, I'm looking at it now, and I'm really interested by your take there. Because uh, after the loss to us – Road win against LSU, beat Iowa State at home in overtime, but pulled it off. The game where they came back in a huge margin, if you guys remember, they were like down 15 and found a way to win it. Got blown by Baylor. Okay, whatever. Tough loss to Oklahoma State, beat K-State, beat Texas back-to-back games in Lubbock. We'll see how that team is, though, on the road. I think that's different for a young team. Oh, so, no, I think it is It is definitely different than being – They are playing well. You're right. You're right. But, but what I'm saying, like I said, is is I think this – you're starting to see this young team in Texas Tech really kind of mature because, um, I mean, they I mean they are super young, but I think confidence is starting to kind of build with them. They're starting to kind of see some results on that. So, um, definitely, definitely got to come out with the home crowd and play with a sense of urgency. I mean, you can't play like you did against Texas. That that that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that was tough. I, you you said something that interested me, and Mike, I want to get your take too. But uh, the fact that you think Texas is overrated is a little surprising to me. I think they're pretty good. I don't I, love I think, their interior play, though. I'll be honest. I I think they're good, but I I don't know. I just. You know, we were talking about this in the group chat. This is kind of a weird year where I don't think there's really a clear-cut favorite because I think every team in the country has flaws. To me, here's the thing. Texas is very physical defensively, which is fine. We've seen in the NCAA tournament that's always not a not a good recipe. I'm just not sold on who Texas is, and maybe it's just a reflection of because I'm sick of Texas fans, Longhorns fans. Until I see it almost, I don't believe it. And like I said, I just – to me, that's not a team that's – I don't see this as a deep run type of Texas team. I don't – there's just something about this team I don't necessarily like. I, I think they can get really good defensively. I think they're average offensively. And to be completely honest with you, I'm not so sure how much I trust an interim coach in big games in March. To be I, completely honest, and I, I said that via like in the moment, group chat text like i was having a diet coke at my favorite bar just struggling through the game and it was just it was embarrassing we were certainly making them look really good we're talking texas correct yeah 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 diet cokes those are always good i had to work later in the day that was probably another reason i was ticked off (laughs) that always that always helps dc neighborhood that's just not the move Uh, it was tough hey i will say here real quick though Texas with Terry, I'm with you on that, CJ, about him not being the the proven winner in March. And I think that's something that Texas has to worry about. But I, I will say I like their guard play. I think they're kind of physical. And Allen's very good. Like, man, they're tough. Like, you look at the Big 12, and I think that's partly why we are going to be a team that's in the tournament because you're playing a top 16-level team. You're winning a second-round game every win that you get in the big 12 this season well and and that's the second round quality win yeah and and i think that's got to be the other question too asked is of big 12 teams in into march into the dance 
does the grind of what this conference is we you know game in game out what's the lasting effect of that as you get deeper into march as you get out of the conference tournament and into the dance does does the grind over prepare you or does it just prepare you enough and i think that that's a legitimate question to ask because i think we've seen some really good big 12 teams go into the tournament that you felt really good about and they get bounced in you know the sweet 16 and you're like wait how did this happen and you just wonder if maybe the attrition of what the big 12 is finally caught up i mean it's all about matchups in march anyway but i think the big 12 just has so many quality basketball teams i mean mike which one that you've seen do you think is the best i mean seriously the best team in the big 12 in your opinion right now the the two showings that the baylor bears have put out against us have been awfully impressive for sure i, mean, I, I agree lit I it agree. up three tonight and then a possible nba lottery pick in keontae george went for i think 28 in morgantown so they they have a lot of weapons they, they're dangerous um Kansas, when they can make shots, the, the Jayhawks are yeah. top of the line. You know, their Grady Dick does what he does. Hey, uh, better defensive team, Texas. Kansas, sorry, or, or better defensive team, Kansas or Baylor, though, real quick. Better def, uh, De- Baylor, Baylor. I, I agree, I agree. And, and so, like you said, with, with Kansas, I mean, they got Wilson, Grady Dick. I mean, they're very good. You're about to get the Texas, right? Yeah, they're kind. Of, they can. They're kind of a beat you up team. They, they're they're physical. Yeah, I mean, I think those are the top three schools. Can we all agree on that? The Big Twelve. I don't think Kansas State's on that level. Honestly, I think they were kind of a little smoke and mirror, Jekyll and Hyde. Won some games. I feel good about that payback being on Senior Day for us. I think that's the win that you get. It really solidifies your resume this year. I think they're gettable. They're 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 gettable, but I mean, man, I don't I I don't mean to be too big picture right now, but I think we have to be. Being a Mountaineer fan is absolutely awful. <laughs> like, like great, like like you're right. I mean, they're gettable, but these bright sides. I mean, it's good for working on your outlook. It makes you grow as a person. There's because you have to find a reason to continue to watch because uh, for some we do it to ourselves. Um, but wow. Are, are, wait, wait, wait. I, I got to ask the question. Are, are you hopping off the hugs will get it fixed train? Or are we, are we, are we hopping off the in hugs we trust banner? N- never. Not, not till the day I freaking drop from this earth. But <laughs> here's what I will say. I'm skeptical. After what I saw tonight, I think you have to be after the way we've recruited the inconsistency of the players that are there. You have to be skeptical. We were last place. You know what? He, you know what? Mike nine in conference. Okay. You know what, Mike, you, you bring up a good point. Cause I've wondered this myself and I kind of wanted to ask the question. You look at hugs right through his career recruited at a very high level at Cincinnati. The one year at K-State recruited on a good, on a very high level. I mean, has it been the essentially same? Essentially like home run knockout best class of the year level when he was a K-State, CJ. Let's say that. Okay, you're right. Yeah. 
I mean, has it's not, it been not this, just good recruiting, but great. Has it been that way in Morgantown? Uh, I'm I'm wondering why. He he is. I mean, he couldn't even been get here Kenyon Martin's kid years. to come. That was K State was 16 years ago. Okay, that's uh, and, and, and that might be no, true. Well, I mean, no, Mike, no, 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 because I'm not that old. You are that old. I did a research thing the other day. I interviewed Jim Justice at Green Briar East High School, and I had to look that up because he was a 16 year head coach. It was in my report. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, wait, man, wait, does that make are. sense? Yeah, you're right. You're right. 2023, 2007. Yep. Yeah. I mean, never mind. Never mind. I am. Sorry. Thanks. Thanks for bringing me down. (laughs) It it just begs the question because one of Hugs' biggest staunch verbal ex player fans has been Kenyon Martin, and he couldn't even get Kenyon's kid to come to Morgantown for a year. And, now, I get you know, it. We, I get it. Junior heard. went to the league. I get it. But still. Hold on. Hey, TJ, real quick on that. And, and let's say this in fairness. Um, they always said we wouldn't do things that others would, right? And that might have been what was going on with a lot of those situations. Let's be honest. The Will Wades of the world, strong-ass offers. Kansas. Okay, I'm getting to the point now where I don't give a shit handed kid a duffel bag full of fucking money. Because it's legal now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm getting yeah, to that point. I mean, oh, no, no. I mean, that's – and with NIL, you just need to find a way to make that happen. Like, like if we I'm could inter- get a kid like Kenyon George and it cost a million dollars to yeah, raise taxes, yeah. find a way. And let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> or how about somebody you want to just, you know, hey, let's, let's, help, let's help old Huggy Bear out. Get you know, one home. Do, you do, know do what, what you mean? do. What UNC did and give all these kids A's and just let them be in the gym all the time. Well, I mean, whatever hey, it takes. Let's say this though, real quick. We we have beaten three top fifteen teams in the last like two weeks, three weeks. I mean, we Iowa State. Okay, but okay, pretty good. But, yeah, yeah, but Auburn pretty good. Okay, but both have turned out to be a little fraudulent here over the last couple, like over who, the last. Okay, well, who isn't fraudulent in college basketball, CJ? Okay, that's, but are you going to tell me Iowa State was a true top 15 team? Uh, maybe. Truly. Maybe. I mean, who, who's good? You know what? Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's let's, fair, let's but I mean, get if on you that. look let's at get like, on that. seriously, though. Okay, but like, look at, okay, but we've already said, you know, we believe Kansas is a top three team in the conference. They blew our doors off. Baylor's a top three team in the conference. They've blown our doors off twice. Yeah, we competed tonight. They didn't blow our doors off the first time in Morgantown. Those are tight games. They shot real well tonight. I know. I, 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 I get that understand where you're coming from, but I, I still like think you have to be be in the game. Uh, but I, I still think you got to be a little a little honest with yourselves on the Texas on, is better than yourself us. too. Texas but, is better than us. But Easily. the question is, is at this point, should they be that far ahead? Well, this year, they are, obviously. There's no question. But we also had to rebuild the whole thing. And, and they're trying. See what happens the rest of the way. I mean, I, it, I, I, I dig the fight and I dig the competitiveness. But I, I, at some point, I, I think Mike's right. I think you got to start asking some some pretty tough questions here. Like I, I like hugs and I want hugs to stay as long as he wants to, but 
Hey, let's to let's me, say this. I'm, I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it in the best way I know how, and I think right. Michael appreciate this. If we're going to hold Neil to the fire, Hugs doesn't no. get any special treatment. I, I wouldn't say he gets special treatment. Oh, he, deserves yeah, he absolutely chance. does. He's he he deserves a chance to try to get his natty. I I I don't I don't I'm 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 backing this guy just because of. I guess the past. I don't know. It's getting tougher. I, I Neil Brown is a used car salesman, probably oh. a minister, and maybe could coach JV middle school. Bob Huggins is a Hall of Fame head coach. Oh, oh, okay, and, and I understand that, Mike. But I want to ask this because for the last three years, you've been hearing him say, "We're going to fix this. I'm going to get this right." And yet, we still end up at this point in the season having the conversation: it, it "What's wrong with this team?" With, with Hold on. without Hold on. a kid and and all of the like wiping his ass bullshit, it should be kind of like the last like three four years of Bob Knight. Let's just kind of fizzle this thing out and, and move on. But let's give him a little time. I don't want to force this guy out. It's not. No, I'm not saying to force him out, but I'm saying at some point, it, it, at some point, the I'm going to fix this has got to come with okay. We'll now prove it. Instead of just saying, well, okay, well, Hugs has said he's going to fix it. We're just going to give him the benefit of the CJ, doubt. CJ, CJ, okay. Let's pump the brakes a minute here. Because if you win three more games, you will have won 18 games in this league, 18 and 13 heading in the conference tournament. If you win a game there, you're definitely in. You went dancing after last year, being bad. And the year before that, we were a top 10 team. Slow Look, down. Let's listen, slow down. Here's okay. The thing. I I will I will accept making the tournament as a gigantic step after the debacle that was last season. Absolutely. But but there's a but. Okay. I I don't think we're a good team. I think we're an inconsistent team, probably below yep. because non-conference play mm. is is a challenging indication of what is to come. And the two biggest opportunities during that, West Virginia did blow. We, we just picked up a couple solid wins, but not quality, we, quality victories. We, and Auburn struggled since we knocked them off. Yeah, and uh, and, and, and here's the thing. Yeah. And, and Blaine, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, after last year making the tournament is, is a big step forward. This team hasn't been to a Sweet 16 since 2017. Let's So let's not act like he's been on the okay, bus. Okay, okay. Well, hold on now, CJ. Hey, hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out. Deuce McBride, we were all sitting here thinking that team could have potentially made the Final Four. So we were definitely on the cusp there. You had a bad matchup against Syracuse. You you didn't find a way to win it, and that's not good. And that goes to y'all's point a little bit. But we were definitely a very good team that year. So let's, again, pump the break. Buddy Bayheim is an asshole. Yeah, he, yeah, okay, I, I will give you that, but let, but I, I just looked this up, and if you guys want to double check me, go right ahead. But I'm staring at it since the final four run third round exit, second round exit, missed the tournament, missed the tournament, sweet 16, bumped in the first, back to back sweet 16s, missed the tournament in 18, 19, bumped in the second round in 20. Hold no- on, CJ, time out, time out. You, you got to be fair. When you say miss the tournament, miss the tournament, because that team came back the next year and everybody missed the tournament because of COVID. So that was a good team. We beat Baylor that year at the end of the season with Oscar when Oscar Chibwe had the dunk and Deuce McBride and the Coliseum went off the chain 
So let's put a little recognition on that, okay? Okay, that one. And then you make one. the tournament again, and you lose in the second round. And then last year was last year. Then you're in the tournament again. Again, pump the brakes on people wanting Bob Huggins out the door. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I did not say I want him out the door. Well, I, mean, I, I firmly am in Huggins's trench. But what I'm saying is, at some point in this, is, is there's going to have to be the question of, okay, Hugs, you're going to fix it prove it like we're not just gonna take you at your word anymore prove it because that's what we sat here last year and said oh he said he's gonna fix it and and mike's brought up some pretty good points there's a lot of still a lot of deficiencies on this roster like when you need a bucket down stretch who the hell you going to okay but here's my thing you look at his recruiting classes in the past prior to coming to morgantown he had dudes show me the dude on this roster on this roster? Show me the dude since probably what McBride, but come on. That was dude, a kid that was, was pretty a, good. He was, but I he mean, was overlooked by a bunch of programs too. We got kind of a diamond in the rough. Well, that kind of has to happen sometimes, right? It does, <laughs> but where but he went to K State, was there a year, and somehow got Michael Beasley, who was a lottery pick, to sign mm-hmm. on to go to Manhattan, Kansas. Have we forgot about Javon Carter and Dax Miles and Deshaun Butler's of Those the world? Were, but that almost starting to feel like a lifetime ago. Just, For Deshaun, some people, it was. I mean, Butler, Butler, yeah, okay, I give you that. But I mean, I mean, you're, you're telling me, holding, you're telling me, Javon Carter and Dax Miles feel like lifetimes ago now. That's not that far removed. Come on, man. We've oh. been pressed Virginia in six years. Okay. And. That's interesting because then that's the last time we made the Sweet 16, right? But that's what I'm okay, but that's what I'm saying. But once again, Javon Carter, a guy that wasn't highly recruited or any of that, like it, it it's feeling like great segment for our grid draft, by the way. This is getting used for this, by the way. So just so you know. It just it feels like when you look at the way he's recruited, it's not it's not the hugs of old which is fine. I mean, you, you can change your recruiting strategies mm. as, as you get older and all of that, but it, I don't know. It just feels like we're I mean, not it, like, is it fair way, to say it's hugs built for the portal? I think there's a question that's, well, I mean, I, I think if you look at that. it, if you look at, especially like in the NCAA tournament, you can have one guy get hot and carry you. We've seen it, you know, Kemba Walker did it for UConn flat, carried that team to, yeah. a, to a championship. I'm we don't have a right guy now, that can literally we, just put this team uh, on and carry them. I think that West Virginia has this a super year, yeah. offensive approach as the New York Jets, which is we're just kind of we're going to ignore it. We're going to try our best to just scrap out W's, and if we get hot, we get hot. But there's really no specific plan. And well, and and the game and has has it. And the game has evolved. This isn't, you know, when that Final Four team where you could just literally be gritty on defense and make just enough shots. The the game has evolved. To You're the, the same dude tonight that's going to tell me Tennessee's going to make the Final Four, CJ. Whoa, 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 whoa. I did not say they're going to make the Final Four. I said I think they are a better defensive team than Baylor is. That's what I said. And every metric out there used supports that. And every metric used, Baylor – or. Tennessee is a top three defensive team in the country. You can count schedule. That's fine. I Whatever. I'm just telling you what the stats and the metrics say. So, so you're telling me what you're saying is, is the 
the team that made it to the Final Four in 2010 could not make the Final Four now. No. The team that made the Final Four, I don't know if they get to the Elite Eight. The game has the game has completely changed, especially on the offensive end. And I hate to say it, but it's been a broken record now for five or six years. They are so stagnant on offense. Like I'm not if I was coaching the team, I don't know if Joe Toussaint would see the floor again. He does like to, to pound Dude, it. He into is the... J.R. Smith, man. He's killing grass. It's literally dribble, 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 get in trouble, throw it away. What I was thinking going into the night, and Bob Huggins does not listen to this show or any of the other shows that I do, apparently, uh, <laughs> was that we should, because I, I call a lot of high school hoops, most teams these days, at least at the lower levels, just population school-wise, not quality of basketball-wise, play six guys. And... I mean, I don't know if we have more than six guys that can give us much offensively, if anything. So I just think I thought he should have cut it down. He took the opposite approach, and we probably played thirteen tonight, maybe twelve. I don't know. I gotta look at. I'll look at that. <laughs> we 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 played a bunch of dudes, and the problem yeah. is there's two of every position. So you have Stevenson; he's inconsistent offensively. Kedrian Johnson is too. And then Joe Toussaint's just a bull in a china shop. He he hustles a little bit too much sometimes, and it's just out of control. Kind of like Jabari Han. Ooh. Yeah, he played nine guys that were over ten minutes. Total. Little, little garbage time. Late. He played all 12. He played 12 guys, and that's counting Jamal King in his one minute. Okay, so 11 seriously, though. Yeah, because then you had um, Harris had five minutes while Guy had eight. Um, everybody else was double digits. Aconco got 10. Um, That's weird. I don't get that at all. Yeah, Wilson got 11. Mm-hmm. Emmett Matthews played by played the most at 31. Or no, 31 minutes. Kedry played the most at 33. Emmett, Emmett's played well. I have nothing. Yeah, there. I mean, Emmett's, Emmett's played well. I, I, yeah. He, I he mean, got back flashing. He's a slasher, not a shooter. He he knocked down one three, but he's he's a take-it-to-the-rack guy. He I likes guess. to hand off the corner of the glass. Yeah, yeah and, I think the, and I think the thing staring at me in this box score, and you brought this up earlier, Mike, Jimmy Bell plays 22 minutes, five points, four rebounds. That's it. Mm. 22 minutes of action. You mm. got to have – if you're going to play that many minutes, you ought to luck into that. Like, that 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 should be an automatic. Like, you've got to get more production than that, at least on the rebounding end. And, and it's just the timing of some of the moves. Like, we have not really seen one-on-one post play from a Conquo. Not that he hasn't – like, not that he's done it a lot and failed. We just haven't gone to it. And he goes hook to the left, hook to the right – like, let's build off that. Let's see if maybe he can draw a double team, kick it out. Like, we got something. And then he, he plays 10 minutes when he's clearly been the better defensive big. He blew the top off the Coliseum with that late block against Iowa State. That was the climactic point as far as the energy in the building. Like, he, he is a force when he's in the flow of the game and, and he's started to be more consistent. So, I, I don't, sometimes I wonder what game Hugs is watching. I think it's his own offense. 
it's, like it's his I own. think I think Okonkwo is very skilled in kind of the man to man game. Yeah, he doesn't quite have some of those zone principles down. And I but, think that's partially why he's not playing him. Then playing, but, but I think at some point you just got to bite the bullet and let him learn. I, mean, or I just, think you're or right just, about that too. Or just play man to man. They carved up that zone. Baylor did. Oh no, I'm talking about zone offense for us. Like when we're going against the zone, Conquo is not kind of doesn't have that quite yet. The way maybe he needs to bell yeah. a little bit better with it, or maybe Mitchell kind of running that that high post. CJ, you know, if, if you got the box score in front of you, how many did the other bigs combine for? Um, let's see here. Mitchell went nine and three. He's not, he's not a big. He's not a big, yeah. We're not gonna count him. Um, I mean, Woggy got you four and two. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, four and one for a Quanco. Double single, and he played ten minutes. That's not on him. Yeah. Um, Simnick got you five rebounds. That's it. See, I liked what Pat did at times tonight. By the way, fellas, I will say that kind of a Cam Thur- a more skilled Cam Thurman type role for him. Honestly, I think he could be a. A good guy for us to have on the floor a little more, quite frankly. DJ, what was he from the field? I know he airballed one by seven feet. He over one. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, it was a bad shot. It definitely was, Mike. <laughs> it, 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 it was. It was bad. Wagee's wasn't pretty. It just went in. That's good. Li- it was yeah. a line drive. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like an a, an a bonus uh, from the old days. Adrunas a, a bonus line driver. Oh man, what a what a what a reference! If you had that, the bonus. <laughs> I just want to hear "Death Left Shrimp" now. Or something. <laughs> and and I, there's other ways to impact the game other than scoring. Like Emmett Matthews in the press conference the other day, speaking of follow up questions, I asked him like the normal general, like what you see out there. And then I knew he did. He only had eight buckets over the last five games going into Iowa State. So I asked him. Uh, like, so it's good to get in the game plan. It was a little, like, kind of stuttery. It wasn't my best, but it doesn't matter. You're going for his. <laughs> right. And, right. and he he was kind of like, you know, I didn't come back here to score a bunch of buckets. You know, we, we got a couple wins. We've been winning, which was true at the time. And um, so, I mean, you, I mean, I kind of saw it from his perspective, though. I don't think he came back from Washington to not score in double yeah. figures at least. I think he does need to impact the game in that way. Yeah, but I, I saw what he was saying. I mean, it's not all about buckets, but I, it, it it is an indication of, of how active you are out there on the floor. Hey, let's say that I, I think you're right about that, Mike, at least his service offensively. But this team needs him at the score. Like, I think this team can be very good if you get Emmett scoring along with Stevenson making some shots, Keedy playing well. Like, there are still signs. And I think we have to remember, too, fellas, we're playing phenomenal competition, game in, game out. Like, find a way to get to March. Who knows what kind of bracket you could get? What could happen? I think that has to – we have to keep that in consideration. With the region and the matchups, I think this year, more than any other, it's going to really play into itself. Um because, you know, you're always kind of looking at to see if there's that region of death, if you will. Um, and this year that might be even more apropos because who knows, because there's so many teams out there that are that are good but flawed. Um, so I, I think matchups see. are going to be a massive key when, once the field's announced. And, you know, who knows what that's going to look like because 
you know, conference tournaments have proven anything, though they they can be weird. Well, I don't hundred percent agree with that, CJ, about like you know, in terms of in terms of like matchups being so prevalent. I don't think there's necessarily a region of death. Like we're a region of like you want to stay away from like you tell me we get a chance at Marquette as a three seed. All right, line them up. San Diego State, line them up. You know, um, I I don't feel like I'm I'm afraid of any team if if I'm us. Like we we play these phenomenal teams week in week out. Like, yeah, it almost kind of feels like it's it's setting up to have another double digit seed find its way. You know, kind of. It, Exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, you could almost definitely feel that kind of run coming from somebody just because this year has been weird. I don't think there's any real true dominant teams. I don't think you look at it and go, okay, well, these these three are way above everybody else. You know, you've seen it with Purdue. They've got some flaws. You know, Alabama's got flaws. I mean, there, there's a lot of teams out there that I think people I – mean, Alabama lost to but, 30 by Oklahoma. Same team we beat by 30. I mean, yeah. You know, and you know, like you like we've said about Tennessee, you know, they're they're good, but you know, conference wise, how good are they? I think there's going to be some. March is going to be interesting, um, and it's going to start with the conference tournaments because you're going to end up with some teams that probably end up winning their conference tournament, and you're scratching your head wondering how they got the hell in the dance. Well, like Georgetown a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I you mean, guys hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good, Mike. You're good. Um, I mean, I, I, uh, see, I, I think you're right about, I mean, so topsy turvy this year, I, maybe more than ever. I mean, cause there really is not a team that like, you're like, oh man, they're, they're phenomenal. I mean, you look at, you look at some of the last four, like Kentucky one and seven and quad one wins, regardless of what you think of us, we're four and 10 versus quad one. Well, I think I mean, it's crazy that we've played 14 quad one games, too. Hey, hey, if that's what the metrics are based well, on. No, no, no. I mean, I think it's just insane because I think if you look at the Big 12, like you look at us and some of those, like, you know, teams that you go, okay, yeah, they're pretty much squarely in or they're in the same kind of position we are. I, I'd be willing to say if you go outside of our league, none of them are anywhere near 14 quad one games. Oh, no. Like that, like that's, that's the craziness of it. Carolina hasn't played that many. Like the ACC starting to get a little more love. It's just kind of happening. Like Florida now is one of the next four out teams. I mean, we beat Florida like a drum earlier this season. Like the the computers, the net, they absolutely love us. So we're sitting pretty. There. I mean, Pitt and eight seed. We absolutely destroy Pitt. Like. We have a lot of good wins, guys, compared to the rest of the country. Yeah, and I, and I think the commentators made the point is, is you know, you look at the eye test too, you know, we you know, we, we check a lot of the boxes, but you never know what's going to happen in conference tournaments and then with the committee as well. Sometimes it gets a little freaky. I, I just – I mean, it's it's up to us. It's entirely in our control. If yep. 13 losses – Gets you're fine. Fourteen doesn't look great, but they'll probably let you in. Fifteen, it's sketchy. I can't really, or I can't juxtapose fifteen losses. That's close to five hundred. Eh, Mike, but if let's say you're nineteen and fifteen, and you've got like six, maybe seven quad one wins, you're you're gonna, you're dancing. You're probably pretty comfortably. I mean, probably. let's be real. 
the, the Big 12 this year is just su- is such a different monster. I mean, the, the reality of it is, guys, 7-11 and 11 in this league, we're going to get in more than likely. I think the Big 12 tournament, we need to win a game in Kansas City to be entirely, entirely sure of ourselves. Though. What if I you think that's fair split, to say. split the next two and drop the other two? Is it over? Ooh, that's a really interesting scenario. Then, yeah, I probably have no. You have to be K State in in the first round of the. No, oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying though. If you if if you lose to Kansas State and Kansas, you lose one of two against Oklahoma State and Texas Tech, because based off the type of seasons we're having, Texas Tech also has to play the Big Twelve gauntlet, as does Oklahoma State. None of those are a complete lock, but I, I like us at home against the Red Raiders. I, not, not a lock, but you feel good. Um, Agreed. You're not as sure. So say you split those and then you lose the ranked teams that probably on paper you're supposed to lose to, so to speak, but could go the other way. Do you get in at that point? Losing to Kansas State and Kansas. losing the- Ooh, and, and Iowa State? And Iowa State, yeah. Does that get you in? Oh man! So that means you only get one more. You're only getting one more win before the Big Twelve conference here, Mike. That's what I'm asking you because there is that. I mean, that's I don't, uh, really uh, ability because Oklahoma State has not played horrible basketball. They did beat us the first time, so it's 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 Mike. I think if you if that happens, yeah, we are not a tournament team. You got to go to the Big Twelve tournament and win a game for sure at that point in time. Switch it up, switching gears. We're playing. Uh, this I love college sports. Only in college sports can you make up nine zillion scenarios and 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 just keep going. Okay, so so in this case, you beat Oklahoma, <laughs> you beat Texas Tech, then you lose to the ranked teams you're supposed to, and get bounced first round. Does that get you in? Do we win two games and we're in? Do you did you beat Kansas State though? That's the question. Uh, no, you don't. You don't in this case. You lose to the oh run. boy, and in the Big Twelve tournament, but you pick up the it, next, it, and yeah, and that brings you to six conference wins. Do we got to steal one? Like it's not easy. Like the, the equation is sketchy. Though Joe Lenardi says we're at ten, it's not easy. I, I agree with you. I mean, because dude, the reality of it is, then that means you haven't won a game. Your last win will be February 20th, then, if we win these next two. And then we don't win another one. We drop essentially four straight to end the season, 17 and 15. That would be very dicey. Very dicey. Now, now, say you win the next two, and you do steal one statewide exhale. Absolutely, 100%. Three more wins, you're in. That's an undefeated tournament team probably any year. I'd be happy with that. I think so. I think if you get 18 wins, you're getting in. I agree. Even if you're, even if you're 18 and 15, you're probably getting in in this conference this year. 17, we can argue, but there's also part of me that at that point would be like, man, that's a lot of L's. Yeah, because that means you're like 17 and 16, realistically. Is that – I guess it depends on Kansas City. No, I mean – well, I mean – if if you're 17 and 16, that means that you only won one more game the rest of the the, the regular season, and you lost in the first round. Right. That's going to be rough. That's tough. I don't think we're in at that at that juncture. I think we need to get at least two more wins. Probably three. Three's the number, right? Yeah, you got to think two or three's the the number. I. 
it's going to be interesting because I mean, this you could very easily look at yourself in that play in game. The first four going to date. Fine with it. Fine with it. That's I, that's a fun trip. Mike, I'm road tripping with you if we go to Dayton. Dayton, Ohio, the dirty Dayton. I actually never yeah. been. Only drove past it. Can't vouch for it. But uh, Dayton, Dayton is a pretty pretty cool place. Got an opportunity to visit a couple Great. of times. Had a, had an uncle stationed up there. So yeah, Dayton Dayton's a pretty cool place. Springboro, very close as well. Rob uh, Deerdeck is from there. Oh yeah, interesting. Man, <laughs> big best MTV show of all time. As Rob. Rob I believe Dayton. John Gruden. No, John Gruden went to Dayton. I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. He absolutely did. Uh, he absolutely did. Dayton, also another notable Dayton native. Yeah, I, you know, I would love to not have to go to Dayton, but if we go there, and that means that we're included as a berth in the tournament, and we get a chance to play in this thing, okay. Better than the three-letter tournament, that's for sure. I mean, it's probably like the th- one thing I will say is: th- Do they still play the NIT in Madison Square Garden? They do. Yep. All right. So, I don't know. I don't even want to entertain that possibility. We got. I'm go. not making that trip, Mike. I promise you that. Madness and. Mm-hmm. Because I want to hear Chuck have to talk about us on TV. And then what if you lose in the NIT? And then we're back to just another depressing off-season. And then we're back to Neil Brown and talking about giving up 700 million yards passing and why our offense sucks. We're getting ahead of ourselves by a few months, but you get the picture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You're already ready to talk about the Penn State game, Mike. Dude, we're going to win that one. That is an outside prediction that I make. Um, I think think people are probably overestimating – Penn State just because of the atmosphere. The Nittany Lions have not been exceptional. Ooh, you want it? You're predicting that. Can I? So I get you, Mike. Here on the record. What did they? What did they? Here, what did they? If I say what? I mean, they also the quarterback got hurt, so they beat a backup quarterback in the bowl game. So, I mean, we got six backup quarterbacks. <laughs> and you never know. Hey, I do like the home schedule, by the way. I do Dude, like it. Pittsburgh. I, I like, eat shit pit's going to be fun to have back. Oh, 100%. 100%. And also, guys, if we're if we're being real here real quick, I, I think we're going to bowl next year, just based off that schedule alone. I bowled yesterday, but I think, we, I think we'll win four games. Ooh. CJ, off the cuff, early season prediction for football. Bowl game. Seven wins, six, eight. I'm going to say seven wins. Does Nico Marquiel start at quarterback? Yes. That's, yes. That's a big question for me because he, 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 like, I believe, I, I believe in hype occasionally. And he, his Bishop Gorman tape, or his tape of beating Bishop Gorman, he, he did some savage stuff. And those are against, like, D1 dudes. And we won the only game he played. It wasn't pretty, but, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Neil Brown is calling the plays, I think, so I'm not really sure what's going to happen. Uh, no, Chad Scott got that dude, I think. Uh, all right. The, okay, it was the running backs coach prior. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. I'm, I'm not really sure if that's going to impact that too much. I hope. Hey, I hope it's Mark Eel. I'll say this, guys. Think about this real quick. You got the the experience with Green and with Mark Eel, with C.J. Donaldson coming back. Let's say he stays healthy. Hey, that running back room is real good, and those linemen are all experienced. That will really help next year. Our offensive line and our running game could really help those quarterbacks early. If the defense is decent, we could be a surprise team. I'm not doing this again. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the formula is there to be a lot like we were in year two of the Neil Brown era, if the defense could be decent. I mean, CJ, am I talking crazy here? Seriously, CJ Donaldson's a game breaker. Right? Days were special. I mean, nobody can forget that bowl game win against uh, the military school's army, right? Was it, it was army. army. Yeah, it was army. I, I, I don't. Nobody think... can forget that. I mean, that that yeah. was. I, what a... I don't think you're off your rocker. I mean, obviously Donaldson. We we saw what he's capable of when he's healthy. Um, but I, to me, I think the the key to this this team is. It, it, it's going to be Donaldson and with, with capable quarterback play. That's why I think it's got to be Nico. I mean, I, I like Garrett. I like the passion. I like the energy, but I'm going to go with a guy I know can, that I know that I've seen can, can throw the ball around. Hey, I mean, let's just say, Mike, I know you're down the Army Bowl win here. <laughs> the Liberty Bowl. Like, Dante Stills played great. Yeah, Darius. Darius dominated. Yeah. Only guy. But- not the I only do. guy. It was just an awful football game. Sorry. <laughs> I, we know your feelings on academy football. You've made this clear to us. Yeah, we stoop, <laughs> we stoop to the level of army, and and I don't mean that you like that came out worse than 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 should have. I'm I, another edit. I, I think that the way <laughs> the football game went down, it was a bad product just because it was it was a lot of like short runs and runs. Um, yeah. A lot of punts. I'm tired and uh, hey, but 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 I'll tell you this though, real quick. I'm losing. I can't I can't <laughs> bring together sports thoughts anymore. Hey, Mike, I'll tell you this. Yes, and, and, we'll, and we'll close with this. Okay. Do you not? Do you not? Do you think that an eight and four an eight and four season with a bowl game at let's say the Alamo Bowl? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> with a win over Pitt for Neil Brown this year, like. You gotta feel real good about that. He's keeping his job. He's probably getting an extension. All right. off yeah, of that. that's great. You're right. If 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 out of nowhere <clears throat> Neil Brown really flips the mojo and and we become just good after he loses just a ton of transfers, I do. I'm glad Donaldson stayed. I I, I mean I, I I guess I guess what what if we win the national championship? Or I mean what? that'd be crazy. Is Nick walking through that door? Uh, maybe Jimbo. <laughs> Not Jimbo. Jimbo had that late against <clears throat> LSU to save his ass. All right, better chance of happening. Dolphins winning the Super Bowl or the Mountaineers being in the playoff. Ah, oh, man, that's interesting. Uh, Dolphins Super Bowl. Okay, I would say Bengals, but that's happening next year. Windows my whole career and, and everybody that, that we have in that locker room. All the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but uh, 
our window's always open. I hope so. I, I definitely can. I mean, I, I'm starting to think the NFL's rigged. It is. It's agenda-driven at best. Because I think it's like the narrative makes sense because they need Patrick Mahomes to claim the throne as Brady fades out. And he lost last year, so it's a good like bounce back. Or not last year, but the last time he was in the Super Bowl. And it's a good like bounce back script. And so I, I think it was like the right narrative timing. But Joe Burrow is a prodigal son as well, so I do think they'll give him his year. But they I will. I don't know if Goodell has gotten the script from the screenplay writers yet. I, I saw it leaked. Supposedly. <laughs> it's Cowboys. But, it's supposed to be Cowboys Bengals next year, Mike. With the Bengals winning it all. Oh, uh, that would that would probably be the highest rated Super Bowl of all time. Burroughs mm-hmm. marketable. Right? Joey franchise beat like winning the first championship for the Bengals over America's team, remaking it back in the Super Bowl. Oh, and that's got that's gold. How many years until they give the Cowboys one? It's like WWE. I swear. I think it might be. CJ, I know you're biting your lip over there, but <clears throat> defender of officiating over there. Not uh, defender. It of is officiating, but you have the cornerback on the press conference going, yeah, I grabbed him. I was just hoping they didn't see it. So let's, yeah, you know, let's hold off happen, on the rig. It happened shit. all game, though. But it still doesn't mean it's not a flag, man. Mm. All right, let me ask you this question because you're a baseball guy. The Umpire timing is suspect at best, okay? okay? The timing is, but let me ask you this. as a baseball. You're a baseball guy. Umpire misses a strike. The next one's in the same location. And he calls it a strike. Are you yelling about it, or you go, "Nah, you can't miss"? Because if he makes up for it, now you've missed two. If you're, if, if he's you're, been, the zone's been consistent all night. That's what I want. Okay, but you're not gonna, but you're not gonna get 100 consistency when you're talking about human beings. If you're sitting on a bucket eating seeds, hell yeah, you're yelling at him. <laughs> that guy is the, the coach. He's terrible. I mean, that's. Oh, what- I'll, I'll, yeah, okay. I, I, I will give you. It, it, it's not egregious, but I mean, cool. I mean, let's let's. But at the same time, they missed one earlier in the game too, where Juju got absolutely held. So I mean, it, it, sometimes it just evens itself out. I mean, it's a tough one. I, sure, I, didn't even gonna... itself out in the AFC Championship game. Well, let me ask you two Bengal residents this question then. <laughs> All right. Because I want to, I, and I want to seriously ask this question, and Blaine, this isn't. Don't don't take this the wrong way. Yeah. Burrow's officially eligible for an extension. What's the number? Great American ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> what a skyline, chili, the river. I don't know. Whatever he wants. In a salary cap league, that could be tough and dangerous, especially considering you got a couple of other guys to pay. Get your hey, guys. Jamar, try to keep one of the other two. It's not going to be – Jamar Burrow. Chase is going to command to be the highest paid wide receiver in the league, and right now that mark's going to be 32. See, Burrow. have you – hey, question real quick, though. Have you not listened to some of the stuff that was coming out last week, Super Bowl week, like when they were talking to some of the Bengals guys down there? I mean, they're yeah, saying Burrow's, Burrow's going to – he's going to keep it together. He's not an idiot. He know, he, he's, he's not an idiot. He's no, no, he's no, and, I, and I get that, and he's not. But we're also talking about a. But let's. He might be saying that, but let's remember this: you start sitting in those negotiation rooms. 
it's a guy that's had an injury before how much of it's guaranteed what like those are the, those are the big questions hey cj and 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 again i'm going to say this i think he knows potentially winning championships is more important to his marketability than anything else for his money but also not even that think okay, about what he said no time out time, hold on hold on let me, let me finish let me finish think about his heisman trophy acceptance speech right about how he talked about kind of what he came from and some of the stuff that he's seen I think you know that he lives a great life, and his dad made good money as a college football coach for a long time. He's comfortable, okay? And I don't think he has this desire to, you know, be the be this Tom Brady in terms of, like, money, 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 right? He wants well, I mean, to Tom win, always did and take I think he knows. Guy. Yeah, and I think he knows that if he takes a little bit of a cut or, you know, gets gets what he deserves, it really helps everywhere else, right? Jamar, T., kind of keeps it together i'm just saying and and that might be the case so let me ask you this the franchise tag reportedly for 2023 so it's the median is 32 million over under 32 we'll say over under 35 for burrow over 35 but see the cap's going to keep expanding though it is it is but eventually that's not going to be that bad but okay, but here's going to be the interesting question: If you end up having to sign Jamar Chase, Burrow, and Higgins, you could be looking at probably ninety million in three guys. That that that's a big chunk of the cap. Well, you're going to get rid of Mixon. That's coming, you know. And then you've got a what? I, I think I saw what eight, nine linebackers who are no longer in contract, half the secondary, like you, you guys, that's, that's going to be the thing is how do you disperse it? Now they got a ton of capper, which is going to be, how do you play the numbers? That's going to be the interesting part of it. Well, you don't have to get it all right now either. No, you the, don't. The, but I, but the yeah, window's I mean, open, man. The window's open. Okay. Oh, I'm not saying the window's not open. The question's going to be is, is where, how does everybody fit in? That's that's going to be the interesting question because a guy like I mean, Bates is going to get paid. But let's somebody's let's going to some somebody's yeah. going to want to pay him. Hey CJ, but look at what Kansas City just did. I mean, it's it's oh, it happens. Oh yeah, you Teams, can manipulate with great quarterbacks. You're going to figure it out, man. Uh, oh yeah, you could definitely find ways to manipulate the cap. It's just going to be the the, the ways in which you do it because. Obviously, Chase and Burrow are two guys you can't lose. I think Higgins is a guy you've got to find a way to keep in there. I mean, it's that's going to be, I think, the interesting question for Cincinnati moving forward is how do you find ways to manipulate the cap? I can't. I just want to see, like, and I understand the other argument. Like, if you're the one out there getting hit and making it happen, you want to get paid what the uh, what that would be worth in the league. But I just wonder. The quarterback ever said, you know what, I'm just gonna make like way less. I'm gonna try to skate by with like a hundred million dollars. Because now that's way less because guys are getting like three hundred million dollars. What if somebody did that? What if Joe Burrow was that cool? What if Joe Cool was that cool to where it was like, nah, like we need our guys. Like I really hope he takes maybe not that drastic of an approach, but I I hope he, he cuts down on West. I really do. I don't know if he will. I understand why people say don't do it, but I mean, you got to look at what's around. Hey, Mike, well, interesting you bring that up real quick because 
like you want Joe to also be paid fair market value too because it looks good for the Bengals if they're paying one of their guys what he's deserved. I think that's important. I understand the reality, and that's what that's how it's going to play out. That's all ego, though. I mean, if you if you have any type of contract like that, I mean, I, I you're you're fine. I to me, I this Agreed. is this Agreed. is me this is me sitting on the couch, not not taking the hits on Sunday. I just think that. Be having a good team makes it worth it to play. If if you if you hog everything like Aaron Rodgers, then it just makes it harder for the rest of the organization. Yep, it does. Well, and it and it does, and it and it's kind of interesting. And and I heard it put kind of an interesting way. If you look at it, the way some of these teams that were really good this year were were built, you weren't paying big time money to the quarterbacks. You know, you look at San Francisco. Yeah, you had Jimmy G on that big one, on that big deal, but lots of money everywhere else. Same thing with Philadelphia because Jalen's still on that, you know, rookie deal. Cincinnati on that rookie deal. If if you can uh-huh. find and it, and if you can find a quarterback, and maybe it is Burrow to almost kind of reset the market, if you will. I think that's that's going to be the interesting thing to see. Is is do do quarterbacks take more of the approach of, okay, I, I need other guys to win. We need to be able to spend money in other places and I can't be taking up 35 to 40% of the cap space. That's going to be, I think the interesting thing to see if, if there's some quarterbacks out there, especially the young guys that are right there now go, okay, we're going to reset this a little. Almost like I have more money than I'll ever need in my life. So let me win. I'll get money and endorsements through the city like crazy. I'll be fine and then build a team. I think that makes perfect sense. That being yeah. said, and it is proportional. I think Patty's probably getting, what, like 40 this 40? Uh, isn't it closer they, to 50? I mean, I know it was, it was like – I think they had to restructure it a couple times, but it was like 500 mil 10 years or so something like that. I don't I don't know how the payment works, so I think it might increase over the career. It's – it's yeah, they, yeah, the way they did it, it's, it, it's manipulating it, but it was 450. 50 was so he's he's an average of 45 a year it just depends on how they break that out hey you know what's great speaking of patty and we'll bring it full circle back to the mountaineers patty <laughs> mahomes never beat west virginia unbelievable skylar howard I was, that dude a couple l's like I unbelievable say, i always say cliff kingsbury is a worse dana holgerson he's just he's just better for the camera <laughs> Hey, if you want to bring him in as offensive coordinator in Morgantown, I'm on it. I guess. I'd rather – I mean, Dana's – what about Dana coming to town next year? I wish he was coming to town, Mike. Is that what it is? Do we go there? Isn't it? Yes. Yeah, the the Big Club is so scared to bring him to Morgantown. Oh, oh, man. Houston's like 13 hours away, but I'm thinking about it. And then also, this is the last year we get to do horns down in the league. That's all. We don't, we don't get to play yeah. him, though, fellas. That's not. I'm not depressed. I mean, after. Are you sad about that after Saturday? Uh, I mean, in basketball, yeah, I'm with you about that. It would have been nice to have him come to Morgantown one more time for football because we seem to have their number in football in Morgantown. Not at Royal this year. No, no, definitely not this year. The Greer year was pretty fun, though. We'll say that. The Greer year it was amazing. Great, great Gus Johnson call as well. Oh, 
with the catch. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh man, man, we could go back to those days. Hey, fellas, always fun. All I have to do is think of me and find peace of mind. (laughs) (laughs) We started off singing and we end singing. Hey, we trust in Hug still. He'll fix it. Got to make better rotations. We'll be all right. Okay. We'll be all right. Okay. Yeah, fellas, I think we'll uh, find ourselves maybe to get two wins here and be, be solidified that dance card and we can keep singing. Singing that night away, Mike. See, you didn't sing all night, though. It's disappointing, buddy. I know. Yeah, our, our our listeners don't need to be hearing that. Oh, come on, man. I don't have a Felt choice. it out. I, all right, I'll tell you what. We win Saturday. I will sing Country Roads on this podcast. Okay. We'll take it. <sighs> okay. We need – well, you're down there in the Smoky Mountains. No, not the Smokies. You're in the Appalachians. You're in the Blue Ridge. Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge, right? Yeah, Blue, Blue Ridge Mountains. Blue. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Shenandoah River. Oh, it's yeah, probably hey. the perfect song. It's probably the perfect song anyway. It is. Hey, it is let's talk this time next week after we get a winner of Oklahoma State as well. Back-to-back dubs. And I'll sing with you. To all you right. At that point in time, all right? Hate those guys. Cowboys. Hey, no Cade Cunningham coming through the door this time. So, until next time, y'all, take it easy. Let's go, Mountaineers. Let's go drink some beers.